Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. Hello, I just wanted to welcome you all back to another episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I just wanted to remind everyone, this is where we get gritty. We give ourselves the grace that we deserve and need in our life, but most importantly, we celebrate the glitz, the things that are going on each and every day in our life that we just need to celebrate could be from the smallest things to the biggest things that we have going on. And we have a phenomenal guest with us today. And I'm so excited to introduce someone that I've met, that I have really gotten to know through social media and collaboration. And it really shows you the power of connection. And, you know, you can find him on Instagram, results with Joe. But Joe, uh, and Joe, I always butcher your last name, but- uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to let you pronounce that. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, Villages is with us today, and I'm so excited to have him and on Grit, Grace, and Glitz. So, Joe, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited. All right, give us your full, proper pronunciation, like Joseph. Yeah, so Joseph, if I'm in trouble, I go by Joe, and then Villages is like the Americanized version, but it's Spanish. So, Villegas is like the Spanish way. So, okay. So, I, I was going with it. It was cool. like tomato, tomato. And I'm like, damn, yeah, I didn't yeah. ask him before the show. And that's the part about being gritty, guys. Remember, these podcasts aren't perfect. Nothing is perfect behind the scenes. And that's how I like to deliver because you know what? Anyone listening to this, we all have our bloopers and we all have our days and we all have our time. But uh, Joe has certainly been just an incredible person to watch and get to know better. So Joe, before we dive into your whole bio, which is absolutely incredible, if you were given an extra hour today or any day, maybe indefinitely, what would you do with that extra hour every day? That's a great question. I think my my gut reaction is I would make sure that I took my son on a morning walk with me. I get it in when I can, um, but I would make sure that was like a staple of every single day. So I'm working toward it. I don't know that I need a whole extra hour, but if I did have extra time, that's what I would use it for. I love that. So an extra hour just to connect with your son who just is turning... 10 months. Just 10, 10 months. Okay. I was going to say maybe a year, but I knew it was somewhere in that, that Close, realm. Yeah. And what a, be- what a beautiful thing to be able to do everyone and to start out just fueling yourself with that good child energy and special time being outside in nature, whatever that may, may consist of. And maybe even with the extra hour, enjoying breakfast together, maybe exactly. some dried Cheerios if he's even yeah, at right. that stage yet. Yeah. And if I get lucky, he'll share with me. We'll see that. <laughs> exactly. So Joe's an entrepreneur. He's a results coach. He is a TV show host and a business consultant. He actually got started in the fitness industry, uh, coaching CrossFit in 2020. and rapidly grew online his coaching program for clients, both domestically and internationally. And over the last decade, he has worked with clients ranging from stay-at-home parents to professional UFC fighters, like what the what, as well as small and large businesses running their employee wellness, wellness program. 
Joe is the host for Real Results with Coach Joe on RVN Television, which aims to provide viewers with actionable strategies to help them better their life in all areas, not just fitness. And if you want to connect with him, he's certainly one that you want to be watching. He has a phenomenal website, which will be in the show notes, but it's www.resultswithjoe.com. And you can always follow him on Instagram too, with results with Joe. Joe, we are so excited to have you here. Speaking of getting gritty and going after this. So I love it. So speaking of your industry, your industry is an industry that I absolutely love health, wellness, mindset, just next level in all areas of your life. What's something that you feel that everyone in that industry or everyone that comes into that industry should stop or start doing or both? Uh, and yeah, for sure. So like if you're someone who's trying to get into coaching or starting your own program, entrepreneur, actually, I just had this conversation, actually I had it twice this week so far with two different coaches I was sort of helping consult with. And uh, I think as soon as I say this, I feel like you're going to get a laugh out of it because I know you, you're accomplishing a lot all the time. Your, your, uh, your hands are pretty full, but is getting really clear and focused on sort of like, what's your one big thing that you want to help people with versus, oh, I'm going to, you know, have this program for this niche and this program for that niche and this, you know, product for these people. And what I tell them and, I, you know, to be gritty and get frank with them is like, no, you're not, you're not going to do all those things. Like pick one thing you're really good at, you're very confident at, you could talk about in your sleep and get people results with that thing. Like don't spend all this time building a, you know, a 50 page website and, and getting the perfect branding, like just get out there, get your hands dirty and focus on that one thing. And that's how you're going to build your base, build that, uh, you know, basically build those followers that you can grow your business on. I love that. And is, did that come from experience because your hands were in a lot of different things or <laughs> yes. is that something that you've just always been really good at and how, no, and right no, now, if you were to describe it in one sentence, what would you say? I mean, I know everybody yeah. just read your bio, but how would you describe it? Uh, so basically, so there's actually a, it's like a Tony Robbins quote where he says that good judgment is a result, is a result of experience and experience is a result of bad judgment. So um, I think, mm. you know, me getting my start, I used to try and like point my compass in a lot of different directions, thinking I was doing all this stuff at once and that really wasn't actually getting anywhere. Um, but once I sort of hunkered down and pointed it in one direction and just kind of stayed the course, then it's not it's not like, oh, I started making more money I did but it's like more opportunities pop up and people see you as a specialist in that thing and more doors open so it's it's hard in the beginning like you know you kind of have your little rocky cut scene where you're you're trying to like network and meet people and get clients and work for them and those sorts of things but if you can save the course in that one thing you're trying to do that's where that success is going to come. I love that and also being able to tell people what you're looking for like when you do when you do get into that networking opportunity like be crystal clear hey i'm looking for x y and z or abc and this is what i deliver this is the value i add and i think when you get crystal clear on that messaging it really like for instance like if i know hey listen i'm looking for more speaking opportunities i specifically say in that networking group hi my name's erica rothenberger and i'm looking to collaborate with erg groups with you know women diversity groups with conferences that are going on um you know nationally and to be able to get on stage to empower Yep. enlighten and truly change the trajectory of someone's life by being able to share my words of wisdom with them. Right. Love and it. now they know, Hey, listen, this is what she's looking for. Who do I know? And instantly it helps you go there. Cause if someone just says, Hey, I'm looking 
for someone in fitness, right? Like that's such a wide open world, right? Like, well, who should I connect you with and who should, what, what should that look like? So, you know, being really clear with that vision statement. So if someone was going to make a connection for you, Joe, what would you say? Yeah, for sure. And it's funny. So I know like the results with Joe's site is, is newer and it's actually the shift yeah. that I'm making. So I talk about kind of having this one thing. It's, you know, with kind of the advent of uh, the TV show piece and sort of where I'm taking the coaching, that's going to be the main focus. And really I'm, I'm trying to work with folks who, you know, they're maybe they're struggling to sort of take their own life to the next level or maybe they want to start that business. They're not very sure. It's like, how do you get your footing to then take that next step and feel confident and certain that I am going the right direction. That's those are the folks that I want to help for sure. Obviously, you know, health and wellness is always going to be uh, a pillar of what I, of I work with with people for sure because it's just so important, right? You only get that one physical body that you have, and you take it with you everywhere you go. Um, but there's so much more going on between the ears, and that's really kind of the the you know, more recent focus for sure. So. Yeah, and I know you uh, and I both share a love and a foundation. I'll always say that would be my pinnacle, that like wellness foundation, right? Because if you aren't, how are you going to serve on any level? No matter what business you're in, no matter if you're a parent, if you're not, like doesn't matter. Like you need that foundation to be able to do it. I always say it's, you know, you can't buy it. You can't exchange it. You can't return your health, right? Like (laughs) the only thing you can do is dictate like, you know, where it's going by how you're feeling it and what you're doing. So, you know, I know we share that, that natural, um, you know, excitement for health and wellness. And I truly believe that that's the the foundation to everything we do in life. So love, love, love that. So what, how did you like come to be with all of this? I mean, I know you've, you're an entrepreneur now and you have all these phenomenal accolades. I know you started with CrossFit, but like was CrossFit your first foundation? And that's what, you know, was kind of the catalyst to all this, or was there something prior to that, that got you to where you're, you are with your current career path now? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, I am not the athlete of the family. That was my younger brother. He's like baseball star pitcher, the whole thing. Um, I was like the band kid. My undergrad degree is in applied mathematics. So like, I'm a pretty cool dude, right? (laughs) Like definitely total nerd. Um, But basically when I got out of college, I was like 300 pounds, like weak as a bird, just like not good. And, you know, it was kind of one day I stepped on the scale and I looked in the mirror. I'm like, I got to get my stuff together. Like, this is not this is not okay. It's not a good path that I'm on. And it wasn't like I was, you know, partying like a maniac. Like, yeah, I had my fun in college, but just like wasn't eating right, wasn't exercising much and knew I needed to change. And so I joined a CrossFit gym near me. And it was funny in in the first six months I was there, I lost like 40 something pounds, like turned everything around, changed my diet, the whole deal, like just fell in love with it. Like you couldn't get me out of that place. I was there every day, tight with the community, the whole thing. And the owner actually approached me like on a Saturday morning and he's like, Hey man, he's like, you're here all the time. People seem to like you a lot. He's like, I really need coaches right now. Would you be interested in coaching? And I was like, absolutely. Like, you know, don't threaten me with a good time. So um, they sponsored me to go get my certification. And I went and did that whole thing and just fell in love with it. And I mean, at the time, like, you know, I was like single and I was kind of, you know, newly into the working world and I lived right in I lived like three blocks from where the gym was so I would just you know get up on a Saturday morning go coach for a few hours I would coach after work um, and really just sort of embraced it so I was there I coached there for 10 years um, you know averaging probably three four nights a week and then weekends as well and then uh, my wife and I bought our our house we moved away a a little bit not too far but far enough that didn't make much sense to be there anymore so I I retired quote unquote (laughs) from coaching there but that's that's how I got my start was I was coaching CrossFit and just kind of fell in love with that way and the beauty of that activity is it exposes you to a lot of different 
uh, you know, types of exercise. So I got really into like Olympic weightlifting for a while. And then me, being a bigger guy, like I'm six foot four, like 250, I got into um, strongman. So lifting like stones and weird stuff. So I competed in that for a while as well. And then, um, you know, so got all my stuff here at home at the house, training in the garage in the basement. Yeah. yeah. What, what is, what does Arnold say? You know, I pick strong, big stuff up and put it yeah, down. Put it, exactly, exactly. <laughs> How did I butcher that? Was that, no, was no that you got it. You're good. You're okay. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think people get the gist of it, but you know, it's funny. We kind of started the same way. I, yeah. I was always into, you know, health and wellness and working out and at the gym all the time. And finally I was like, I was watching these other instructors going, Hey, I think I could do that too. And that's, I started LA fitness, you know, teaching kickboxing and oh, spin. Nice. Yep, yep. And, you know, I would do like the five in the morning class and like the six 30 at night class because I was single and well, I could go do a morning class and an evening class. And I would have so much fun. And what I recognized just as much, and you know, you, you had touched upon the word is community is what I recognized is the community I was able to build and the relationships outside of just the physical class yeah. and just the physical changes. There was this community of this accountability about like having people show up in the way that you showed up and like, you really felt responsible. And it was, mm -hmm. it was, I always say like, I know, and I'm sure you're, you know, clients did too, got a ton out of your class, but I was like, wow, I'm getting just as much when yes. I'm doing the class with them. But two, like the joy that it was bringing me about just being part of that culture and making changes in someone else's life was like yep. remarkable, right? Like that yeah. service. And it really, at that point, it wasn't, I, it was, and I'm going to really date myself probably like, you know, the $12 an hour at LA fitness <laughs> at the time. Right. <laughs> When they made me retry out after maternity leave, right? You know, it was like <laughs> when I look back, but I really enjoyed the culture. Um, and that actually brought me through three different gyms. And what is what has led me to stay in that, open my own gym and then stay in the health and wellness world. And yeah. I just think it's a beautiful thing when I hear stories like that and what you're doing, Joe, and how much it now really winds into exactly what you're doing now. Like you were, you were setting all of this stuff up to be where you are now, right? And because of all those experiences and your own experience, right? Like I'm sure losing those 50 pounds, maybe the first 20 pounds came off quickly, but like, it's hard, it's hard work every oh, day. Yeah. Like you can't, and the older we get, the harder it is. Yep, yep, no doubt about it for sure. <laughs> Do you have any like killer tip? Like, hey, listen, someone like is at that stage that's thinking that way, like I am working hard, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like any tips that have worked well for you as we start to get older and wiser? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so a couple of things is if, if you're already on your journey and you're kind of hitting that wall, you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm eating my chicken and I'm trying to sleep and hydrate and all that stuff. And it's not working as fast as you think it should be working is I would, this is what I would recommend in general is lengthen your time horizon, right? Like health and wellness is not a 12 week program. It's not an eight week mm -hmm. fat blast, whatever. It's, it's a lifetime. It's the rest mm -hmm. of your life. So you know, do you want to be healthy and working out for the next 12 weeks? Or do you want to be healthy and working out into your 80s? I mean, so right. if you broaden that time horizon, the expectation of like, I need to be this weight on this day just kind of dissolves. And you're just yep. sort of laying that brick each day. And there's a lot less stress associated with it. And it kind of becomes like fun. Like, you don't let's, you know, you don't have to go do this exact workout today. You can maybe just go for a hike or walk with the family or yep. go for a swim. Like, it just becomes a bit more fun and manageable, in my opinion, than putting all this undue stress on yourself for what? Like, just so you can maybe fit into a lower pant size for a wedding. Okay, great. Well, 
you're going to have a life after that wedding. You know what I mean? Right. So and eight days later, prepared. you're probably going to be back to the the other pant size if it's not sustainable that way, right? Exactly. A hundred percent. And I think the best thing, like if someone's listening to this and they're starting their journey, the best thing they can do for themselves is get themselves in a constructive environment, meaning like get around people who are very similar in terms of their goals and nature, what they're trying to do. That's why I think like the CrossFit thing is great because you join a gym, it's a class-based environment and you're kind of like around those people a lot. And when you get close with them, you feel bad if you don't show up, you Amen. know, you don't want to let your friends yep. down. So I'm sure it was the same with your classes at LA oh, Fitness. It was, like, it was funny because 4.30, I've been having some issues with my one meniscus and 4, 4.30 yeah. this morning, I'm texting my girlfriend saying, I'm so sorry, I'm not going to be able to wear a story today. I'm trying to listen to my body. Yes. Right? I was, and that's the other thing. I think as you get older, your body is, gets smarter and smarter is trying to tell you something. I had to go to the PT the other day and she's like, you need to rest. She's like, that is the only thing that's going to make this better. Right, and right. so like I got on the bike instead, I lifted arms instead. You know what I mean? And I was like, yep. okay, listen, and it's, but it was this guilt because I, she expects me to be there. So when you start to build that accountability, it, it's really crazy what, what a difference that will make. And I will also say too, is I love your analogy about like, you know, it really being a marathon versus a sprint, you know, I'm making some changes right now. You know, the older I get, the less, you know what I mean? It's harder to see the reaction. And sometimes it's just these little tweaks. Like yeah. I was getting between five and six hours of sleep. Now I'm really concentrating to get between six and seven. Nice. And yeah. it's crazy what that just that one hour will start to do. Right. It's not like, oh, I woke up the next day and lost 10 pounds. It was, right. hey, listen, I'm just, I can feel these little changes. But if you start to make it a habit, you look over a week of what that will do. In my mind, I was always oh, well, now I have an extra hour to do stuff every day, right? But yeah, now I'm yeah, yeah. creating more cortisol. I'm hiring my rates of like stress and fatigue and yep. your body's never going to work. Like at some point your body's like, no, 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 I don't care what you do. Like, <laughs> Stop, time out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No doubt. I definitely. And I would, I would tell folks like, if you can just go, go for better, like you go through your day, if it's like perfect is an unattainable standard. Like it's, you know, it's honorable. Like if you don't want to be perfect, that's, that's great, but you're never going to get there. So rather than like put that stress on yourself, just go for better. So let's say you go out to dinner and you're going to order something and say like, what would be a better option than what I'm about to order? What's a healthier version of what I'm going to get? And just make that one, that one little tweak. And if you can stack those little tweaks over time, you're, you're going to be okay. It's funny. There's like the statistics and we've done some numbers too with clients we've worked with in terms of we track compliance, right? In terms of like them working on our app and stuff. And we found people who are even 50% compliant five, zero, 50% compliant, still lose weight and still get healthier and still eventually reach their goal and beyond. It takes longer, obviously, than if they're super dialed in. But the difference between like a 50% and like an 80% is not that much different. doesn't mean yeah. if you're doing 80%, you should slack off 50%. But <laughs> exactly. it's to say, it's, it's to go to show like, and, I, and I've talked to people about this a lot is like, oh, you know, I fell off the wagon. So the whole day's ruined. It's like, well, no, 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 no. The, the day is fine. It is what it is. You had, you had a mess up. It's behind you, right? Like failure is an event. It's not a person. So just go choose better the next time you have to make a decision and you'll start stacking those. And what's really cool is like research shows, if you can stick with whatever it is you're doing for six months, like let's say you go join the LA fitness and you go to the class and you go consistently or you do CrossFit, you can do it for six months consistently. You will become physically addicted to that thing. So another, like, I know for me, like I get antsy if I don't train now like and obviously it's been years so like it's very easy like i don't need to be convinced to go work out like it's fun to lift heavy things to me just like my dad doesn't have to be convinced to go play golf that's just what he loves to do right so if you can find that thing that you enjoy doing you're likely more likely to stick with it 
if you can hit that six month mark, chances are you're going to kind of build that sort of like physical mental addiction to it, like for lack of a better word, but you're going to want to do it. And you can stay on that train and sustain your progress over the long term. Love that. Love that. Okay, guys. So six months and like, literally like think about where your life is right now. Like if you start now, you're going to walk into 2024 building that habit throughout the entire year. And it's so true. Like I, I, when I don't physically do something like hardcore every day, like a Peloton ride or a hard lift or go to orange theory, like I feel off. Right. So to me, it's actually harder for me to take rest days than it is to do (laughs) workout days. And I have to consciously think about that. So, you know, it, it, it can flip, but it wasn't always like, that right like people like oh you you know I go to the gym at five in the morning they're like wasn't that isn't that hard to get up I remember my one girlfriend would wear her gym clothes to bed the night before just so she could like you know go but again she started creating that habit and then it didn't feel weird anymore and the last thing before I go to the last question here Joe that I just want to emphasize is I think so much you know we as a society are so stuck on what's on the scale and what size especially females I know males you know, obviously deal with it too, but like, what size is she? What's this? What's that? And, you know, we have to stop from someone who is a recovering, um, you know, I had a really bad eating disorder in my twenties, yeah. right? Like I was yeah. anorexic and, you know, I was hospitalized and all this sort of stuff. And I'm listening, I, I try to be much more intuitive of where I am now in my journey compared right. to pe- measuring my self-worth and the way I'm going to dictate my day about what numbers on the scale yes. versus how I'm feeling. What am I, what is my blood work like? Right. What's my real age actually, right? Yes, like, yes. you know, where, where am I at vitality wise and energy wise and mental wise? Like, so I think, you know, in so much of that, we don't see, so someone could like, you know, be a, be, you know, a female who's a size two and 118 pounds soaking wet. And you're like, oh my goodness, she must have it all together. And it's like, you know, inside her blood work could be horrible. She could be, you know, mm-hmm. floundering with trying to keep, you know, her hair growth because, you know, she's not putting the right nutrients in her body. You have no right. idea. Right. Right. Yeah. Or there could be so, someone that's suffering to gain weight. Right. Right. A hundred percent. And there's, so there's an analogy that a mentor of mine kind of like shared with me and it. I would say it changed my life and it sounds dramatic, but like if, you know, in thinking about it, it really helped me to change my perspective. And so just for, for the listeners, like I've struggled with um, like stress eating, emotional eating has been an issue for me, um, like body image issues. No, he's a guy, like, what does he really care? But that's, you know, that's the, being a bigger guy, like always being a bigger kid growing up, something I've struggled with. And then, like I said, getting out of college and being really heavy. Right. So yes, I've changed my shape over time, but still something in my head, I like will battle with from time to time. But this analogy really helped. He said, He's like, you have to understand, Joe, like you are the star of your movie. Like nobody, mm-hmm. like every anybody, even your wife, your son, whatever, at most, at the best, they're going to be a supporting actor in your film. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like you're the main star. It's your movie. Like he was, he's like, even I'm just the supporting actor. You know what I mean? Like, or or someone's an extra, at, you know, probably the mo- like more often they're going to be an extra. So if you're standing there thinking like, oh, what are they going to think of me? I'm going to go to this party. And if I wear this particular outfit, they're going to think this like, they're probably not thinking that they're probably wondering what you're thinking about them. Right. And if it's your show, you're the star, like do what you have to do to take care of you. And if that means you wear something different or you just own that thing or whatever, take a day off rest day. Like we talked about all these different things we're talking about. You need to put yourself first. And if you can start to build that habit, the confidence will come, right? You yes. won't you worry about the number on the scale because you know, you're doing the things to take care of you. That's what is really important. I know even like for me now as a newer dad, like it's it's like on the airplane. If you got to put your air mask on before you put someone else's, right? So like if I don't do what I need to do to take care of me and kind of be the star of my movie, I can't show up 
to be the best dad I can be for my son. So that's, that's something that I think that that analogy hopefully will help people and, and give them a chance to kind of step back from the typical, like, Oh, what do they think of me? Or what's, how's this going to look to everybody else? Like it doesn't really matter. Like just do what you need to do to take care of you. And ultimately that's, what's going to pay off in the long run. Bam. I think you answered the last question and that was about like self-care and self-love. And it, I mean, you probably might have something to add to it, but at the end of the day, like put your face mask on first before you do to everyone else, because you're not showing up, you know, best to everyone else. And it sounds like you really make that a priority in your life. Is there anything outside of like the gym and eating well, like out of the ordinary that you do every day that really helps you? Um, I know you need or- to walk with your son, like, which yeah, I, that's, I I like that a lot. I, I really like, I take that time to, you know, like when we do go out and I'm, like I said, I'm trying to make that more. Now that we're getting back to like the school thing is going to daycare. So I'm more of a routine, but um, I really on that walk, try to dial into a few things. So I'll try and take some time, a few minutes just to kind of focus on things I'm grateful for kind of get into mm-hmm. that zone and that feeling uh, the vibe as, as the kids say today. Uh, and then I'll focus on things I, I want to achieve. And I, I don't think of them. Like I don't wish and hope for those things. I see them as if they're already done. I think that's mm-hmm. critical to kind of feel what that's like to have it done. Um, I focus on that. And then I'll kind of go into like, all right, how am I going to make this day a success? Like what are yeah. like one or two, three things that I can really dial into that if I get those things done, even if the rest of the day falls apart, um, right. if I get those two or three things done, like it's, I can still check the box. Like, this is a good day. You know, I, I laid that brick for the foundation and I'm, and I'm good to go. So, I mean, I do all, like, it's not a long walk. I can do all that 15, 20 minutes. Right. Um, and just crank it out. So that's something and I do. And speaking of that, when you walk, like you're naturally more creative and oh, yeah. quite frankly, like the antimorphins, right? Like it's just a walk. And I think sometimes you're yeah. like, oh, I don't have time to do anything. I'm like, listen, make a phone call and do a walk. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever yeah. it is, just get that movement going. You know, like yes. I had 15 minutes and I went out and walked the dog, you know, between a couple different meetings today. And it's just yeah. crazy what it does for your energy. Just kind yeah. of like a pop up, get out of my seat and, you know, get a thousand steps in or something because yeah, it'll add up really quick to that 10,000. Yeah. Well, walking is actually the only form of exercise that burns calories and lowers cortisol stress hormone, cortisol levels simultaneously. Mm. So well, get, I mean, that is a good fact to end with. I mean, yeah, right? so I would say mission out of this podcast, get up and walk, or hopefully you were walking while you were listening to this podcast. <laughs> Cause if you were, you not only lowered your cortisol, you definitely heightened um, all of the expertise that Joe just gave to us and, you know, your intellectual levels. And then lastly, um, hopefully you'll send this and share this with someone else. But Joe, I'm so excited that you joined us on Great Grace and Glenn. So excited that you are here. Guys, please go and follow Joe. He is absolutely a phenomenal, phenomenal um, entrepreneur, father, just role model for so many of us and what he's doing um, and all of the success that he's had and all the success that I know he's destined to get to. So Joe, thanks so much for joining us today. So we're signing off here from Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Go and have the best day. Go serve and go show up as your best gritty self. Take care. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all new episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Oh, 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 oh,